Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. He was turning and yearning and burning and yearning till he died. That has nothing to do with this show, y'all. <laughs> I know, but that's what's playing in my head on a loop. <laughs> y'all, welcome to Pig Royalty. That, that's a 90 day, uh, 90 day fiance deep cut, Happily Ever After from a Happily It's not even a deep cut. It was just a song you made up. That I can't stop <laughs> singing in my head because it's so stupid and also offensive. Because Michael's father, Mike's father, is not from dead. Night, is not dead, and you, we also made up a story that he worked in a butter factory and died there. <laughs> butter, because it's good for you. Parquet. Oh golly! But it makes this, you smart. But this is pig royalty. This is pig royalty. That is much more important. Season one, episode this six. This is a better show. Season, I'm going out on a line. On a line. Season, this is episode <laughs> six, y'all. Lynn, not line. Episode I'm going out on a line. Let me tell them what fucking episode <laughs> it is. It's episode six. What's it called, poodle? I'm drunk with pizza. You are drunk with pizza. <laughs> What's it called? Nuggets Dilemma. Oh, good. I didn't think you would know. You said good, like... I'm proud for you. <laughs> okay, we're going to tell you something, y'all, and I hope it happens because we don't normally like to announce things before we <laughs> haven't done it. But y'all know we scored an interview with Tyler, and that's going to happen on, we already did that, and that's going to happen on Monday Drop on Monday night. Tyler Perry, should pick royalty fame. Yes, not Tyler Perry <laughs> of Medea It's next fame. week. He wouldn't give us the time on his watch. Actually, he probably uh, would. I already a nice guy. I'm but, like, can you, can you? But he'd be like, can you like throw a bunch of hundred dollar bills at me for sport? No. <laughs> um, hallelujah. But poodle, what are we doing on Tuesday? We are interviewing. When will this go up? I don't want to put put something out there. Well, it's too late now. We're oh wait, I going, think we're doing it. Yeah, we think confirmed. It's official. We confirmed. Y'all, we're interviewing Jody. Cammy, and most likely Keely Rain. Yes, uh, that is hopefully happening. Yes, if Discovery doesn't tell us, if no. Discovery says we tried to sue them, yeah, <laughs> no more, because um, <laughs> their name was infringement or whatever. So we're excited about that. We told them that we would happily talk to Mackenzie and Michaela. Haven't heard a word. Haven't heard back. <laughs> but we would love to. Love to. Anyway, uh, um, we haven't said that much about her. Now I bet that bad, much bad about them, right? I sound like Hannah on the Summer House. <laughs> she's a mess. I'm like, when, when did I? When did I say anything about her? Your relationship, she's a Kyle? Mess. Bless her heart. She's getting trashed. She yeah. doesn't look good. Yeah, she doesn't look good. Didn't go good. Didn't go good. But anyway, well, you've got the gay DD more than me today. Stop it. It's true. You are drunk on I pizza. Can't get comfortable. <laughs> This is what happens. I shouldn't have fed you pizza during the day. No. I should have done it like, at night. It's like so you, gremlins. Pizza during the day makes me kind of kooky and weird. At night, it just makes me horny. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> wow. Air makes you horny. That's true. Can we just move on? Can we move on? <laughs> yes. Y'all, so we're going to talk. I got to say, I've watched 
Well, have we watched every? We have we have watched every episode that's on right now, except for yeah. episode. Remember episode next eight is episode. Is no, Tuesday. this is episode six, so we need to. Do I know, but we watched more. seven too. Yeah, but I'm just gonna say there is not a bad episode in this show. Agree. That's all I want to say. You know, normally you're like, this was kind of like the middle filler episode. episode. It's filler. No, thank you. Yeah, not this show. <laughs> Ninety Day Fiance season eight. <laughs> I'm looking at like you. Like episodes eight through thirteen. No, at least at least episode like eleven through fourteen or fifteen were filler episodes. We do it for you, y'all. We yeah. do it for you. So okay, we do it for those people who say, "Can y'all stay on track and not go on tangents?" We nope, never gonna happen. So y'all, we st- we we start this episode of Pick Royalty, where a lot of life in the South and definitely in Texas starts. At a high school football game. Brought me back. I saw that mascot with the mask on. I would have worn that I, if I was a, when I was Bruno. I'm, I missed... Uh, Did you know that I was a mascot in high school? Uh, I, yeah. I don't know if I've ever mentioned I have a sh- I It's tattooed on my back. <laughs> Y'all, I'm not conceited about a lot of things, but I was a good mascot. Yeah. Didn't you go to mascot school I or did. some shit? I won a contest and marched in a parade in London, England. <laughs> Hello, my E, I'm a Longhorn. And they're like, wait, why were there... <laughs> Mascots can't be big over there. Oh, I, it's huge. No, they're not. I don't know. It was um, like the Lord Windons of Falderall's fanciful... Exactly. Fiddle-dee-dee and Fiddle- Falderall. <laughs> Fiddle-dee-dee. And life is and, full of pussy. And, oh, no. <laughs> no, it's just a fiddle-dee-dee and chauncey, chauncey, chauncey parade. Yes. Um, uh, that was offensive to British people. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. We really so love y'all, Britain. Uh, all three Bolero girls, of course, were cheerleaders. That's a foregone conclusion. You, do, you didn't have to be psychic to know that. They wear so much makeup now that they're unrecognizable from these pictures of them as high school I agree. I agree. And but like, they, I never could have told you. I thought that was a different McKenzie. Yes, yeah, she's the most different. No, McKenzie, you know who? McKenzie really looks like her mother. She but does. With the makeup and her dark hair, she like changed because she has her mom's eyes. Oh, I think she, she has her mom's she, she looks more like her dad. I'm gonna look. Yeah, look at look at Roy next okay. time. Uh so um the but they are the Boleros are there because the Kane girls are I believe they're in the band. They are? Yeah. Something like that. And uh and they're there to support. And and they're like, yeah, the girls are doing lots of stuff. That their dad's like, the girls are doing lots of stuff right now. You know, they don't they don't have a lot of time for pig stuff. And Michelle's like, well, my girls would uh, finish cheerleading and go home and walk their pigs. They cried. They called their Mimi and say what a horrible mom I was. And I said, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. You're gonna walk that pig. You're gonna you're gonna appreciate me later. You're gonna treat. You know, I can just see when you get out of high school, y'all girls are gonna love me. Pigs. They, they hate her. They hate her. Um, so Michelle's like, it was a love hate relationship. <laughs> Don't know if there was a lot of love in I there. I love them, and they hated me. <laughs> it really is, y'all. I did listen to the interview with the producer on Kate Casey's show, mm-hmm. and something you haven't listened to it yet, Not but yet. it's great. And we, I, the shout out was very sweet. Um, he says, which I do think is true. He said the thing that Jody and Michelle have in common. They love their girls. They love their kids. They love, and Michelle does, and that is, Tyler brought this up once, that is what's a little heartbreaking, is they both love their kids, and it's such a great example of how we can demonstrate our love in different ways. Right. By, it's just the juxtaposition of both Michelle is always giving her kids material things, and, uh, and there's a little bit of time stuff. But for Jody, it's about we're going to do this as a family. We're going to have family yeah. time. Everyone's going to um, – and there, there's no – there's also – Jody doesn't expect anything in return for it. That's not like Michelle. She's like, you, I'm gonna, this is all on me, girls. You're welcome. Well, Michelle needs the validation where right. Jody it doesn't. Where on that spectrum of Jody Reen to Michelle Bolero is Mother Poodle? <laughs> Um, she's probably much closer to Jody. Good. Uh, she Jody reminds me a lot of my mother. 
Oh, okay. even though my mother's much older than Jody, and I think I'm actually older than Jody. <laughs> I think you are. You're Jody's age. <laughs> no. Sorry to tell you. I think you. I'm younger than Jody, or maybe right at the same age, maybe. Yeah. But yeah, you're definitely older than us. 18 months older than you. I don't know why I have to keep saying it. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Actually, less than that. Eight, no. Less than 18 months. Like, sure. like, like what, one se- week less. 17 and three weeks, whatever. Yes, you, 17 what, and three quarters. Wow. Yes. What, so you're going to use time frames that you use when children are... Our babies, yes, or toddlers. Because I would say his his dick is eight and seven inches long. No, seven eight inches is long. Different. A, a quarter inch on a dick is a, is can, is a lifetime. It, it's a lifetime. <laughs> yes, it can change everything. <laughs> In a moment, you can change everything. <laughs> it's true. A quarter inch can mean the world. It's true. Um. So. So anyway, so Kane. Pulls Michelle's side. He's like, listen. He kind of reminds me of your dad. Listen, friend. Listen, friend. I know there's some stuff that went down in Dripping Springs. <laughs> and Or is they just called Dripping? Dripping. Um, that's what they called Poodle in college. <laughs> there goes Dripping. Don't make fun of my poopy. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, it's, I, there was a misunderstanding on my part. And but I'm sorry I that all went her. down. And Shell, this is what Michelle does. Y'all... I don't mean this to sound offensive, but Michelle's a mouth breather. And I mean, no, literally, she breathes out her mouth the whole time. She does. She's just like. It does look like that. Yeah. And she's looking up and she's like, well, that was sweet of him. But what he didn't need to bother. Whatever happens between me That's and me Jody. That's me and Jody. Me and Jody. Me um, and Jody. So the next scene is Mandy and Jody, and they're talking about Brandon, and they're talking about her divorce. That they're they're talking about her and Kristen are thinking about getting a divorce. She's kind of telling her everything of what's yeah. going on. Like, and they I were high school friends, y'all remember that? Yeah, and she's like, I don't know if Brandon wants to do this anymore. Kristen's throwing around the D word, and Jody's like, I didn't have any idea. And then Jody said, Jody said. We do this to have fun and raise our kids with right. the work ethic. That's why we do this. So maybe Brandon can hang out with us with, some. Work with Josh a little bit. We can chill him out. Bring out his passion. Make it happen. Oh, speaking of bringing out my passion. Oh, no. Are we going to talk about your hickey again? <laughs> I mean, who? what 47-year-old adult has a hickey? <laughs> Sometimes they just go for my neck. It's irresistible. It's swan-like features. Mm-hmm. Elongated, beautiful neck. They're, they they just have to do but something to do it. Do you think? And I don't mean this in a I don't mean this in a sex shaming way. In a more just practicality. What age do you think is too old to have a hickey? Oh, this age, definitely. <laughs> no, you're right. I am aware. <laughs> I have a lot of perspective on myself, y'all. What what would Mother Poodle say, actually? Horrified. She needed- she'd be absolutely horrified. You know, I was walking around the city of Los Angeles today uh, with a hickey on my neck. So as part of that, like when where we grew up, I remember, y'all, I once got a hickey, but I got a hickey because no one ever wanted to make out with me. Instead, I had Use to- the vacuum cleaner? My mama had this little thing. I thought it was like when you had a bee sting or a wasp sting, yeah. you would stick it on it and pull it, and it would kind of suction your skin. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and I just, you know, I was just a, like a kid in the fifth grade, and I thought it was kind of cool, and so I was just using it on my skin, and I put it on my neck, and I just let it sit there for like two minutes. Oh no! And it left a huge—I didn't know—hickey bruise, huge yeah. purple hickey. On There's a lot of blood vessels in your neck, and y'all, if they're if someone's kissing your neck, they will give you a hickey. And of course, I had hickey, and I wore. A turtleneck the next day. It'd and people cool. were like, why are you wearing a turtleneck? Because, of course, it shot up to like 75 degrees that and day. And it was 70, and it was July. And I was told, well, this is going to school. And I was told, and at the time I was dating Ray Ann Willingham, we never did anything. <laughs> we were just friends. I mean, right. her, her grandma just died. So I'm sending some love. Let's move this. <laughs> anyway, Let's move this along. She was in Dallas now. But anyway, so Dustin Mosier, who's now a professional wrestler, he pushed down. Of course he is. <laughs> oh, he is. Of course he is. I think his, I think his name, professional come on, name come on, is like come on. Flaming Cheeto. We got to get or, through here. Um, something Russian. Come on. not Russian. You're almost there. I'm anyway, pulling it out of you. He pulled down my turtleneck and he's like, Matt Moore's got a hickey. 
And then everybody started this gossip about Rayanne, and I felt terrible because we hadn't even kissed yet. But yeah, it just hugged. Part of you. Because we, were... we started dating because we both loved to read R.L. Stein Goosebumps books together. <laughs> so that's why we were dating to Wait, begin with. Is that why you start dating someone in, in your the, world? In the fifth grade? Yeah. And I liked your caboodle. I wanted a caputo and I never got one. I didn't date anyone in the fifth grade. I thought that's you're way too young to date in the fifth grade. Oh, I I needed a girlfriend all the time. Get them off the scent. We said going together. So and so's going with so and so. Yeah, that's what we'd say. Going with someone. Yeah. No one dated until like like you were thirteen or fourteen at least. Well, thank God for Nurse Jan because she looked at it and told me to put some ice on it. And she told the teacher, she said that can't be a real hickey because it's a perfect circle. Nobody mouse does that. <laughs> and so I can't Nurse believe Jan, so many Nurse Jan cleared my name. It was so, a thing in the school. The teachers are talking about it. Why would the teachers want to talk they about this? That, they thought we were fifth graders doing some heavy making out. Why is it their business? We I need to, to move on. Mrs. I'm, I'm Mrs. concerned. Daffrin, Mrs. Daffrin was very... Daffrin? Oh, great science teacher. What kind of a name is that? I, I can't be waylaid. <laughs> anyway, y'all, don't put a we're, bee sting thing we're gonna on your neck. We're going to be here all day. If more are more stories. I've heard that Dustin Mosier is a good wrestler. Um, Let's move on. Um, So... They basically say, you mean the world to me. My brother uh, bought his dog from him. I, I, we okay, need to go I'm on. Go on. That, that's it, by the way. That's your allotment. <laughs> you blew your load in one setting. I will veto every Oklahoma story from here on out. <laughs> that was ridiculous. So the Bolero girls, y'all, we find out they started getting makeup and hair and all that stuff in the sixth grade. Third they season. were doing... All of that. We, uh, we, my friends did more like eighth grade. Yeah, that sounds about yeah. right. Um, you're 13. I get it. You're a teenager. Not in the sixth grade. Uh, well, you're 12 in the sixth grade. Mm, yeah, no, maybe. No, no, no you're no, 11. Oh, no. you're because you're 14 in your freshman year. Yeah. So, yeah, you're. Oh, they did it young. Yeah. Um, And I was, I think I was like. In the sixth grade, I when was like When you started 11. wearing makeup? <laughs> <laughs> I would have been mortified to wear makeup. Oh, I did. My mother one time caught me. I was trying to like, she had makeup on and I was just like, I wasn't even putting it on my face, but I was just like, like putting it on like a paper towel or something and just looking at the colors. And what did she say to you? She's like, what are you doing? Why are you playing in my makeup? And I'm like, I don't know. She's like, this is not for children. Oh, well, at least she didn't say for boys. No, she didn't she say that. Children. She's like, what are you doing messing around in here? She was mainly pissed off that she spent $8 on that bottle of L'Oreal and you just <laughs> used it on a fucking paper towel. <laughs> that, and she didn't like anyone messing in her space. She still does. Still doesn't like anyone her messing in her space. It's, it's every episode of doing this podcast with you. Just <laughs> you learn. You're just your mother made over. I, I don't like people messing in my space either. To a T. Um... Anyway, so they are the, – the Bolero girls are teaching all the other showgirls. She says, makeup tips and tricks. Y'all are so lucky we're teaching you all these makeup tips and tricks. Y'all. Yeah, they, it, it looks a little pageant to me. It all looks a little pageant to me. I personally don't think – they wear too much highlighter, too. That's that's the thing with the Kardashians that's come about now is everybody does face contouring like drag queens. Yeah. I don't think we need to do this. Especially it's, with girls who are 13, can, 14, yes, 15. you can see the yeah. line down. Y'all, I'm going to give you some advice. And if you want some makeup advice, come at me on Cameo. But if you want to hear it from the gospel now, the high school girls... Don't need a lot of makeup. No. And a lot of times they don't even need concealer. Right. Because you don't have bags under your eyes right. at that age. All you need is a tinted sunscreen. Yep. Some eyeshadow, some mascara. Yeah. And Maybe then some li- evening out foundation that's not too heavy. Well, that's a tinted sunscreen. Right. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Don't go in your lane if you don't know what you're You're talking right. I'll about. be quiet. It's fine. I'm just going to sit over here and <laughs> eat cigarette butts. <laughs> I know where I'm not wanted. Anyway, well, no, but Move I think this along. Poodle say little blush, maybe some bronzer. That's it. 
That's it. Right. And your even your scented sunscreen you should put on around the center of your face, above your eyes, under your eyes, your nose, your chin, and you should spread it out to the rest of your face. So you don't get that line on your cheek. Oh, that like like ventriloquist dummy line. And now granted, I know that they're doing shows. Yeah. But still. You don't want to look like painted babies. They're doing this brown yeah, bronzer shit on their cheeks. It's bad. Like those poor cane girls. And that I, one, she looked, she, she had a white mask on her face surrounded by just like <laughs> shit on her head. Literally just doo-doo. She looked like a clown. She, she looked she, like a clown. She looked like thing. she had stuck her face in like a, an oven or a fire and it burned. And then they tried to fix it with white powder. <laughs> and she's but a, the edges had and brown And both on. of them are pretty girls. They're yes. both, uh, and I like Jordan saying... Uh, you know, I kind of think this is about more about showing the pig than putting makeup on. I, I think so, too. And do they do anything like, I understand look looking presentable. Yeah. Having your clothes pressed. Yeah. Looking, that's a whole different thing. Yeah. But then when you're katriking, 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 critiquing someone's face, nobody said anything to nugget. So let's right. talk about the, I, speaking and like of, speaking. Jordan was wearing I know Jordan, you know, she might want to cover up her skin and stuff, but she was wearing so much makeup. She was right. She would sweat that off yeah. in three minutes. Especially outside. And uh, Nugget, y'all, is kind of having a dark night of the soul. Well, it's and, called Nugget's Dilemma. Uh, and he's like, this is all bullshit. I don't want to be on a show team anymore. It's stupid and there are no girls. It's all drama. And Teresa's like, you're bigger and better than that. Um, yeah. I boy, she's she's a real something for a mom. Nugget says this is all bullshit. Right, y'all. When Nugget cusses, you know what I've decided? Nugget is an old soul. He is. He's an old soul in there. Nugget. Uh, this is a, a little bit of a spoiler for what we're going to release. We played we played a lightning round with uh, Tyler Tyler Parrish, mm-hmm. and which is all we are want to do. We give like one word answers, and we mention Nugget, and you know what he said? Kind. Tyler said Nugget was kind. He talked about Nugget, too, but we're not going to tell them that. We're going to let them <laughs> listen to the show and not give them everything. Hey! God, you just hate foreplay, don't you? Come on, fuck me. <laughs> Find the hole. Wow. <laughs> That's a birdie. <laughs> anyway, y'all. So, Nugget says... It's bullshit. I don't like this team. She's mean to you. She's mean to yep. me. And I don't want to be on this show team anymore. Yep. Because she had just been nasty to him a couple times in the previous episode. And, uh, and Teresa said, would you leave the Bolero show team to leave to another team? He said, yep. And he shakes his head yes. And I go, oh. I know. <laughs> Y'all, we know, we know you're thinking it. And we're thinking it, too. Um, and well, t- we t- yeah, we it might be in some of our interviews. We don't. I think if that could happen, maybe it'll happen. Episode eight, maybe. I don't, know. I don't know. I think if it does, Michelle will lose her goddamn oh, mind. She will actually. You know, at the end of Sleeping Beauty, where Maleficent turns into a dragon, <laughs> she'll do that, but she'll just turn into a giant fire-breathing pig. <laughs> just sue <laughs> <laughs> That's what she's going to do And just pig shit coming at her ass Just spray it on everybody <laughs> Just sprays the stands of, of, sprays of, of observers <laughs> Everyone's just got pig shit Covered in their face <laughs> Mackenzie's just sitting there Just blinking and, and with she her goes, It's for the kids <laughs> I would I would beg for that to happen. So uh, the Reens basically are uh, they're doing some kind of team meeting. Looks like for just the boys, and uh, Josh is helping Brandon like he said he would. And and he, and Josh is really saying, "Do you want to do this?" Because Brandon, you know, Brandon's a teenage boy, and he's at that time of y'all th- that time of when boys and girls kind of hate themselves. Yeah, and they it's, also don't know. What to, like, I don't mean this in a weird way because I'm older, but 
uh, at least where I'm from, like Brandon's a he's a cute high school boy yeah. too. But sometimes too, like they're getting attention. They don't yeah. know what to do with it. Yep. Like you know, he plays football. He's probably popular, and he's kind of in a, in a shitty place too because he's injured. He can't do everything he wants to. He feels like he's missing out on things. Yeah. So he's got a kind of a shitty attitude. I went through one of those from about 10 to about... 42. <laughs> I was going to let you fill that in. You're welcome. No, I was going to say 10 to like 13. My mother will say more like when you were like 19. Wow. Uh, oh. Um, What's the biggest fight you and your mother ever had? Or is it too personal? I don't know. I'm trying to think. Did you ever have like where you would storm out of the room and slam the door? Yeah, but I can't think of a lot of specific that, specific con- types of fights. Would you get mad over simple small things? Yeah. Oh, wow. No, th- in our house, that was what it was. There were no... So never big things. No, because you diffused... Big things mean you you uh you you take take them the time to like swallow it and in our family you just vomited out exactly re- reacted to everything yeah uh it wasn't about and i think i think i had one fight when she was late for everything and she's like fine i'm a terrible mother and i didn't take the bet take take the bait and go well you know what sometimes i could ask for that in a, in a mother and it was you said, well, or you, I could could ask. Sometimes I wish I did have a different mother or something like that. <gasps> and oh. my mother just burst into tears. She didn't talk to me for a while. Yeah, it was scary. I think I was like ten or eleven. Wow. Yeah. And yeah. did you feel horrible? Oh yeah, I felt like garbage. That's one time my mom she fibbed to me about something. She lied to you. She lied to me. Thank you. And I told her, I said, Mom, this is when I was older. And I said, Mom, I just can't. I was shocked. And I said, I can't believe you did that because I called her on it. I said, did yeah. you lie? And she lied to me and said she, she lied about the lie. Mm-hmm. And when I called her, I said, when you say that, it makes me think that all that stuff Dad said about you was true. <gasps> oh, man. That was not a good thing to say. It was the same thing. Well, also, the fact that your father was talking about your mother to you after he had been divorced. They had a rough divorce, y'all. Yeah. They get along now. I apologize to my mother. I would she hope apologized so. to me. Um. So anyway, y'all. I think we got along good with our mothers for being little gay boys. Some gay boys. That's true. Mom, yeah. uh, I think yours was a little too close, but that's okay. The, the breastfeeding. Until you were 12. Well, um, um, could have been a little more nurturing. <laughs> so, y'all, the Bolero, or with the Bolero is Mackenzie is coaching Jordan. And, and she's like, what do we do about this? What is the pig doing? Like, the pig is kind of like, and I, I wrote down swearing or swaying. It was screaming. Screaming. The pig was going, That's ah! the word. Ah! What do we do about the pig, the screaming? And, and, and and McKinney's like, I think the pig just hates her. <laughs> <laughs> or I'm sorry, uh, I wrote the pig hates McKenzie. That's what it is. Well, Jordan, so Jordan says, you know, she's like, I don't think the coaching's going is really good. I agree, that. and she's Whereas charging fifty dollars an hour. Fifty dollars an hour, we find it. And McKenzie said, Well, I think I've, you're improving a lot. And Jordan, we cut to Jordan, who says, I think we're wasting each other's time. Uh, exactly. And I think I, I wrote down, this is bullshit kind of coaching or teaching because you should never make the student feel consistently demoralized. And if that's yeah. happening, it's not the right relationship. If you're, if you have kids or even if you're studying with someone and I know with, with, with my students, I'll be tough on them sometimes, but I'm never out to make them feel bad about themselves. No, no, you're not. Not yeah. taking lessons from you. You're not. Um, uh, but this is, uh, and she doesn't is, really do it in this clip, but yeah, every, she, she does. She's not a good every teacher. time we've seen McKenzie, she's just she's I mean, judging and making fun of it's people. It's kind of what they talk about earlier. I, who was it? Oh, I mean, Tyler says this, um, I think it's in this episode. Well, but he says like, when you call your, when you call someone an idiot. Yeah. I think that's the next episode, that's but yeah. like. It's just they call not, Nugget an idiot. Michelle yeah. calls Nugget an idiot. And that's a horrible thing to say to someone. Uh, 
Poodle, I got to tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. <laughs> I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, now that I'm putting myself out there. No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. <gasps> you pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my um, important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft, and the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies, we've fallen in love with me undies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, me undies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And Me Undies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, Me Undies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh so comfy, making it ideal for all day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of Me Undies? It's on Me Undies. Cool. Sissies. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. To all our queens, to Caitlin and... The Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the song Finch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Song Finch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Song Finch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. 
With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Find your happy Hey, hey, our Canadian listeners We know you get tired of waiting Reality Gaze is coming to you So no more complaining To all our queens To Caitlin and The Canadian sissies Love yourself Never be ashamed to all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies, love yourself, never be ashamed, have hope and find your happy. Um, so they're going to, they're getting ready to go to the Colden Tash Memorial. And yes, yes, I just want to say, and yes, Colson. Poodle calls me that all the time, but... That's different. <laughs> exactly. I know that that really is when he I've says, actually tried not I've I try not to call you that. Oh, I don't mind it at all. Because yeah, I don't want to idiot do it. idiot, that means I wanna love you, but I don't know how. That's that what is, I hear. It's not that's I'm glad you hear it that way. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. You can hear it any way you want. I know how I mean it. But um, children really it's Yeah, you don't really yeah, do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, sorry, go ahead. So uh, they are, they're going to the memorial and Michelle kept saying, it's a cluster fucking here. How are we going to get pins? How are we going to get pins? And then she's like, don't let them have your pins. You've got to get the, you've got to sit on those pins. comes in and he's like, uh, these are our pins. Golly! <laughs> she tells everybody, everybody sit here, nobody move. And McCabe was like, it's clusterfuck. Y'all, take a drink every time they say that clusterfuck, clusterfuck. was there. It's a clusterfuck at the Colston Tash Memorial. Uh, These names are, take me Colton, back. Colson Tash, Colts, yeah. Colson Tash. Y'all, that, I just, I, this has made me realize that people where I'm from have weird fucking they names. They do. They do. Weird. I don't know why. I think a lot of it, uh, a lot of them are older immigration names or foreign foreign names. Do you know how many and Coltons and Colstons and Colston, Colstons yeah. and all I know? Yeah, I'm sure <sighs> they are kind of weird when you put them together, though. Anyway, um, um, but I will say, Michelle's like it's. A, we get a little bit of insight. I just want to say this was interesting to me, y'all. I didn't realize they have to. Again, y'all heard my story last episode about trying to hurt a pig. It's hard already, just that. Okay. Right. And then it shows that Michelle, they're lifting the hay in. Like, oh, it's work. It is fucking hard work. I they agree. got up at 449 to get. I mean, it's a lot of work. Of course, then you hear Teresa, I told y'all to get up earlier. Because <laughs> they. Uh... And Michelle's like, thanks, Teresa. <laughs> <laughs> Teresa is that person. You know, I said this last night. Yeah, I said this, Michelle. Uh, anyway. anyway, Michelle says you to, to. I think this is a nugget. You better be aggressive, or you don't get lunch. And y'all, if you would have told me that when I was like a nine-year-old or ten-year-old boy that I wasn't going to get lunch, mm-hmm. wouldn't have been happy. I maybe I'm just not used to competition in this way, but I mean, and the Reens do it too. The Boleros do it way more, but I just always was told by my parents you. Do well, do your best, work really hard and do your best. I was Does never, it matter if you win or not? I was never told by my parents, do really well and you win. I was never told that. Were um, you? No, I wasn't. And I wasn't. My, my, I don't love my parents that they just do said, that. do your best. I don't. Granted, the Reens are more supportive about it, but still even when they say it. But I, maybe that's just like, like we're going to win. 
But uh, maybe I'm just not. We didn't do like competitive sports, so I, I guess a sport more is. I think you're there to win. I think the stakes are higher. We're in this part of Texas for these people. Well, it's true. It's their family legacy. Yeah. Where we were like playing piano competitions and right. singing, and our parents it's, were like, I don't know what the fuck you're doing. I think it's their family business, too. So, so the stakes are higher. That's just a lot for a child to have the family's legacy on their I'll, shoulders. I also want to say that I think a lot of that has to do with the documentary and the That's show. When they keep saying, tell us how much you want to win. It's kind of yeah. like when, when, you go, when we go for reality shows and for auditioning for like competition shows. They or make like, us act really good. When gay. I... No, we do that anyway. But um, uh, when I, whenever I've been on game shows or anything like that, they say, "Tell us how competitive you are." They do. Tell Every us game and blah show blah they blah. Want you to be That's not a problem for me because I am really competitive. That's why I make a really good uh, uh, game. I'm not game at show all. Contestant. That's why when I'm, I'm, I you just, have to turn it on. I just tell them it is. Yeah. I know you can see it in my face when I'm on the camera. Like when a guy, when we were, when I was on, the, was on when I was on best quiz show ever, or best ever trivia show, and the guy picked the category that I didn't want to answer questions in. I looked to the sky and rolled my eyes on camera. You did. <laughs> you did. You did. Oh, you're always going to get... That's the thing. When I'm on television, y'all, I'm a little worried about it, too. Poodle's like baby you're, girl Lisa. You're going to get to see... Raw dog and poodle. If you, you'll, you, will be, you will see every facial expression. You will know what I'm thinking. That's why we don't get gigs. <laughs> be because he can't keep it together. Yep. I'm gonna get, anyway. So, so there's... Anyway. Did, did you notice... What? A big change happened in this episode. And it involved Michelle. She decided to get coral lipstick. Did you oh, yeah. notice that I, coral? It was a very coral lipstick. It happened, and then she's done it for the rest of the time. I think she's trying to amp up her makeup game. Yeah. Um, I appreciate the effort. It's just the corals. It was a her. little clowny. She needs to stick to pinks. Yeah. Some blushes. I I kind of my eyes bugged out of my head when I when first I was like. Whoa, coral! Yeah, when you've got pale skin with the pink, yeah, browns like even bronzers, you got to be careful. Probably one of the daughters says you can pull this off, I'm and Mackenzie's sure, like, "We're gonna make her look ridiculous." I'm sure Mackenzie gave it to her as a gift. <laughs> Mama, I bought this for you. It looks so pretty. Uh, so, so now, y'all, real quick, Mandy and Kristen both show up, and they're trying to be because they're, they're separated. They're separated, but they're doing it for the kids. It's for the kids. It's for the kids. Um. Uh, and so, I mean, that's really kind of it. And then we jump into the junior showmanship. Can- drive, drive, drive. Find the hole. Cannon is up and Nugget is up. And I have to say. And everyone's I, screaming. That would make me. My mom didn't do that. I know your mom. That would make me mess up so my, badly. My mother yelled at, yelled at mostly at the refs. Or Did when we were her? doing something. Yes. Yeah. Would it affect your performance? It'd make me embarrassed. So would it affect your performance? Yes. In a positive or negative way? Um, I wasn't good anyway. Um, so. Uh, was, potato, potato. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, usually I was just like, mom. And, and, then, I, and, then, and then I would be running down the field and I'd miss the ball. And she's like, cool. <laughs> if, I heard, if I heard that, then I would just go, water break. <laughs> can I? Can I get a Capri Sun, please, coach? <laughs> Y'all. I was that kid who always wanted a Capri Sun before the game ended. Oh, my God. Always. I wanted to get it at halftime. Always. You wanted to get yours because like, you only had one? right now. I was like, I want another one. <laughs> and I always loved it when we brought the Capri Suns. And if there was any extra, I would get one. Because that's the only time my mama would buy it. Yeah. Just sugar and juice. She's right. Um, but it's in that little packet. Anyway, so... Guess what? The thing is, no one, not, 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 Nugget, nor Cannon, Nugget, nor Cannon win. Well, but Cannon advances to the finals. Oh, okay. I missed that. Didn't he? No. That's in the next episode. This is the problem when we watch two episodes. Yeah, that's a problem. Well, why don't you look at your notes? Hey, you did this last episode, and I didn't say a word. You did? You regaled me. I did not. (laughs) I don't even know what regaled means. (laughs) Uh, 
the Bolero girls, they're bitching about Nugget. They're like, I don't just, I just, you know, he wasn't, he didn't, he did terrible today. I think he did advance this one. Did he not? No, that's the next one. Okay. Um, anyway, we also, Mackenzie's not there because she is, Michelle says, she is celebrating Halloween with her boyfriend. And Mackenzie's um, like, I had asked all for this and we are celebrating with my boyfriend and his nephew. And his nephew. Now look, if you are paid to coach someone. I agree. You should be there. You show up. Yeah. What did she go as? Okay. It's either she went as, mm, I'm going to slutty pirate. Oh, that's a good one. What do you think? Um, I was really leaning towards NASCAR driver. But slutty NASCAR driver? Of course. Okay, yeah. Um, I would say or potentially um, uh, slutty Kardashian. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, she would do that. Nothing where she had to look ugly. Yeah. Oh, like she's not going to be a mummy. She, oh, she would be a slutty zombie, y'all. But it would be really hot zombie makeup. <laughs> but really, not not. But like, all, you would only know she's a zombie when she told you, "I'm a yeah. zombie. I'm a zombie, dude. I'm a zombie." Uh, I agree. Yes. Anyway, something slutty, y'all. So, which is fine. Do that. Be, be, be slutty. Be you. We're sex positive. Uh. So anyway, I'm celebrating Halloween. Uh, I Mackenzie, like- if you win as a fucking ghost with like a a blanket over your entire body, come at us. We I, are shook. I really enjoy the the terminology of she is celebrating Halloween like it's a very it's cel- like, like a very religious holiday. It's for like her. it's Easter. You know, Mackenzie is off celebrating Passover. Isn't that what Michelle said? What? Who said celebrating? Who actually said it? Uh, oh, I it's think Michelle who said Michelle she's celebrating said, Halloween. She's celebrating Halloween right now. Then that's what we see the top. I know that Mackenzie's older, but you see the parenting style with Michelle. What it's, the difference is. She made a deal with her, I think. Or no, something like that. Yeah. There's no accountability or repercussions for her children. Right. When they mess up or do something wrong, she just yells at them. They don't get grounded. Right. They don't get things. And I know Mackenzie's an adult, but still. I agree. I don't care if Keely was fucking 20 years old. Do you think Jody would let that pass? No. And you notice what when they, she said that, Mackenzie's like, I don't really talk to my mom. Oh, my. She said that, yeah. That's, I don't really talk to my mom, so like, I don't know. I don't see my mom. I ignore my mom. I don't mom. talk I don't to her. Talk. And I thought, this is... Poor Michelle just wants she's to be loved. Gonna, and she's going to... Can you imagine being Michelle and seeing that interview from Mackenzie? Oh. I... It, you think she said worse things to her? Well, for sure. Um, I... With Michelle... I, I, I kind of stand where Tyler does. I think Michelle can be pretty horrible. And I feel very sorry for her. Like, I just think she's got a... The only thing that I thought was... And we see this a little bit later. The only thing I thought that's kind of a bright light is Michelle. She, her and her husband seem to love one another. Yeah, I think I I agree. And I'm glad she at least has that support. Yeah. Um, So Jordan's mother is, whose name is Kim, is running around there. And I love Kim. I like Kim Because she's got her daughter as her biggest concern. Mm -hmm. And then Jordan got second in something. And and Michaela's kind of running her mouth saying, you know what? No one was prepared today. No one. No Even one. She's like, no one's prepared. We got to. We got to coach everyone a we little bit harder. We did horrible. Um, meanwhile, Jody is popping Brandon's zit. Y'all, I'm that person. <laughs> I will pop your zit. I don't mind. That was a lot for me. Would you pop someone's zit? No. I. I. You know what? I would I've let popped them. I a zit of years. Before. I know, but I would let them just let it happen. I'm not going to do that to someone. I think that's an extreme thing to do to someone. If you were going out on stage and you had a pimple on your neck and you couldn't pop it, I'd pop it for you. I'm glad would, you would just let me go out looking like no, puss face. No, I would prefer if we would put some put some maybe witch hazel have, on it. We don't have time for your woo-woo shit. Well, I'm saying. We would put lavender what, on it. What, what if, if you're going it, out on stage? What if it got infected? Then you die and it was worth it because <laughs> you look good on stage. Point made. Thank you. Um. So... Uh, Brandon's having a turnaround. Yeah. He's saying be with the Reeves. And he wins third place. Make me love it more. In the middleweight cross competition, he gets third. And Mandy is over the moon. 
Did you notice what she said? And she's like, you know, this this is great. This is this is a big thing for us because she kind of tears up. She's like, we were discriminated against before people even knew they were discriminated against something. And well, I'm going to talk about that kind of next episode too, yeah. because I I I this show their story is making me forget how um, homophobic this is. You just forget. Yeah. You move away from it, and you think things are better. Right. And they are for a lot of people, and, but and they're not. What's interesting, so hard. you guys, is this show started out to be about the boleros and the kind of the glitz and the politics of the world of stock shows. It winds up being about a family rivalry, a lesbian couple who is breaking up, and also about a gay kid in, who is also in pig uh pig in, in pig shows finding and, finding a surrogate family and also and about teenager teenage no teenage girls trying to find themselves and express it, themselves the way they want I, I would have had no i that's why y'all this show is my favorite show of 2021 that's it's you all never, of these you things never said that i want to destroy you <laughs> i'm gonna slam your head against the wall <laughs> Next for the kids. Next, next time ah, you say, "Ask for the kids." For the kids. <laughs> <laughs> Why do <you> shit on me? <laughs> Mama's not shit on me. Mama's not me. <laughs> um. So, uh, the uh, the Reens, they they they're basically saying our their next stock show is canceled, but basically because of COVID, and um. And then and they are and and Jody says we're going to put on our own show. She has this idea in two weeks. In two weeks, they're gonna they know the Tyler Bowman's people. Yeah, so they're going to do it there. It's a great place. Tyler's getting the buckles, and Jody says I want to show Michelle what a real show is on is, and and they're Kyle's calling the judge or Tyler's Tyler. calling the judges, and then we everything looks like it's good to go, and then we see Jody on the phone and she's crying because. Jody's like my mom in that. When my mom, my mom gets cries sometimes at sad things, but my mom cries when she is pissed. Oh, and if she's pissed, she kind of silently cries and talks to you quietly, and you know that shit is about to hit the fan. Wow, that's yeah. scary. My mother goes, hey, "You better get out of here right now." And it's really low, and her jaws clenched. You get that. You said that like face. you said that like Kalani's dead. Oh, <laughs> come here, Kalani. <laughs> come here, you better come with me. Want to talk to you, son? We're gonna throw you off a long, long take a long off of a short pier. Mm-hmm. Sorry, y'all. Ninety we'll days. Sling fiance, blade. <laughs> Ninety fifth day's fiance talk. Well, so uh, we find out that Michelle. Through the grapevine, they found out Michelle is boycotting the Reen show. show. And that she is, they're finding out. She's, she's telling, telling people, people, other people not to go. So they're like. What do you think about that? People, that's shitty. Now. Especially since they went to her show. And not to pre- pretend to preface about the next episode, but Michelle says, no, I'm not. I'm not. I've never said anything like that. But I guarantee you, she probably said to her friends when she called them, said, yeah, we're not going. No, I'm not going to go to Trashy she People's She said, the producer shows. said, you decided not to go to the Reen show. And she's like, we decided not to go. We just don't want the drama. If I can avoid any ugliness, I'm going to do that. Right. But you know the way she talked about it, it made other people pull out of the. And he's like, show. "Did you talk to anyone else?" No, I did not. No, I did not. Um, and it was and Jody it's invite now only. Is like it's in game. I want to talk to her. Right. I'm done. Yeah, she's Mother Debbie done, y'all. Um, and she says there will be a time and a place where I will talk to Michelle, and I'm looking forward to it. I pray that happens in episode eight. It has to. It has to. If this doesn't happen in episode eight, then I'm why gonna are we here? Go burn the network down. <laughs> no, you can't. We've tried. The Discovery Plus will sue you. You're gonna take it like you like it. Thank you, sir. May I have thank another? <laughs> yes, that is my rolling pin. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so okay. So y'all, Mandy and Kristen basically. They're having a come to Jesus moment here, right? And they decide not to get a divorce. Decide not to get it now. Again, this is when they talk about. Mandy says, "When you were little, did you imagine your wedding?" This made me cry. It made me teary. Did you imagine your wedding? 
to a woman? I did imagine my. I wife. did not imagine mine at all. I did. Um, I don't think I still do. <laughs> I yeah, I don't think he still. Do. Uh, maybe sometimes I've caught a glimmer, but um, she. No, they, art. My art. My, my wedding, if I had one, would be so non-traditional. It would barely be a wedding. There'd um, be some weird shit at that wedding. I don't want. I honestly don't want this. This sound makes me sound like what's his name who didn't want family at the wedding. Um, and it's not that I don't want my family there. But I want it done in a way. I think the ceremony feels like something that would that should be for us, um, and then go I, out and have a big, big, big reception with the family. I agree with that. Yeah, I think there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, um, or or if I did have family there, it would be like immediate family and their immediate family. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't need to do a big thing. You probably planned it with like. You probably thought about who, what the bride's dress was going to look like, and what shirt, and how big I of did. a shirt. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I, did. I never, I never even thought about that as a child. I of, well, Mandy, whereas I was, Kristen was like me. She did, and Mandy said, "I never thought I about." Never a thought about it. now that for especially for a girl in Texas, and she's a says, big deal. And then, and then I fell in love with you, and then I did, and then I that changed everything. And she, said, I teared up, and she said, "I feel like you throw around the D word." And, um, and then, but Mandy said, you make me a better person. And then finally Kristen starts crying and she says, and I think what y'all, we said earlier, this is not about pigs. No. It's about something else. And it, Kristen brings up how hard it is to be a lesbian couple in this rural, rural, I can't say rural, rural, how hard it is to be a lesbian couple in this rural part of Texas. Yeah. And she says, cause y'all... I don't know if you get it. It's I think they get it. But no, I don't think you understand that. Like, I remember, and this was 20 years ago, but I was, it was a little better when I was like in the music school. But when I would go out in Dallas, even unless I was in like the gay, right in the pocket of the gay area or in college. Yeah. But like, let's say I was driving to get gas. I was worried someone might beat me up. Yeah. I always, every single day, worried about my safety. That's it. That's, I wouldn't be like that now. No, but I'm saying think. it's that's so weird because I didn't. Um, I thought I I thought I could pass. Ah! Um, well, I thought I did, and and yeah. I think and I I I now nowadays when I'm there's sometimes in back in South Carolina. Where I'll be at certain places, and I'm like, this looks a little intense. No, I still get that way. And yeah. Now it's, now it's 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 on another level for me because my partner is black. So then, yeah, it's, it's like, a whole other list all, of things. That actually is way more. Yeah, um, I get that. I'm way more concerned about that than, but but anyway, it, it brought that back in me. I think for Chris, y'all, every day when you're in a small town and you're queer, your every day is an that you get up and be yourself so is, coming a, out. is an activist. It's a yeah. coming out. It's an act of activism in your community because there's always going to be somebody who at your church is going to or doesn't know you. Say, I don't approve of this, but I love you anyway. I love the sin, hate the sinner. Right. All of that bullshit. We're not, and we're not having, we, we know we're not, we're not having to preach to the choir because if you're listening to this, yeah, you get us. But I do hope that some of you understand that are straight might think, I think, that might think, oh, but being gay is not as a big deal. P- opinions are changing on that. They but, are. But in small town but Texas, in small it's not. towns and in the South, and even in, it's still it's even still, in, even in small town California. And so I think this is what this is about. It's that Chris for Kristen. It's a it's hard to show up every day against that. Right, it gets on you and it wears. And on you. And the pig show world, they've got they've got to come across a that lot would, of that would trigger me. Yeah, a lot of pushback about who they are. Like somebody said, "Oh, y'all should go to." And we said, "I'll go to a pig show." And then I said it, and I went, "Ooh, will I be safe uh, there?" Yeah, no, it's true. Um, I make sure Ryan Rash was there. They get him first. <laughs> get the one with the makeup. Yeah, I think we wouldn't be the first. Uh, we wouldn't the first. Yeah. So, and then, so Kristen says, pack your shit and come home in the nicest possible way. <laughs> it's really sweet because it reminded me, Poodle, how many times have you told a guy, pack my shit? <laughs> That's gross. <laughs> That's, 
You know what? That triggers me because that's oh, like I'm a sorry. that's like a joke that you hear. Uh, how do you know a gay guy? They always have their shit packed. You've never heard that's that? that joke? Yeah, I've heard that term fudge packer. No, it's it's a gross joke that people oh, say. I'm sorry. You're just in it today to just <laughs> what happened? That's, I'm switching. It's like I'm I'm saying the things that are that are being irreverent. No, it's not even irreverent. It's offensive. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, the Boleros, y'all. Uh, Kim Jordan's mom goes over there and says, "We need to talk about uniforms." I love oh, how ballsy this I is. I love her mom. Love her. And uh, and then she's like, and she also, I want to pay for good coaching. And I don't want, I don't, and and, and Michelle's like, I'm, it's going to be hard to have this conversation with Mackenzie. I'm like, because Mackenzie's going to scream at you. Um, yeah, she's like, I don't want to have this conversation. I don't want her to be upset. And Michelle well, cries. Yeah. And that's because y'all... She's afraid of her own daughter. Yeah, she is. And no parent should be afraid of their child. Um, speaking of the next season, or next next scene when we're all afraid, is Michelle's, there's an ambulance well, there. Well, we see it. This happens next, but she's we going, it, it uh, ends. Yes, it ends uh, with Michelle getting into an ambulance. And she's been taken away. Her name is, that's all we know, guys. What, it, I bet you're What mouth. do you think it is? Panic! I thought panic attack. I thought panic attack. Yeah, actually. Yeah, my mouth dropped though when I saw it, when I watched it. Did yours? On the next episode of Big Royalty, no, I was, <sighs> I, 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 I should, say, I knew, I knew what was happening. I, Why? I read you a spoiler. Because you read a spoiler. <laughs> Can you not? It just happened. You know, I want to have some authenticity for our show. I. I I could have I could have said yes I, mean, I was so shocked I why are we clutched even my pearls. here <laughs> No it's like when I say what are we even doing What are we doing <sighs> That's the show y'all Y'all that's the show everybody uh, Remember a pee. Tuesday night show is going to air so we're going to be we're excited about the finale on Tuesday night You can go to realitygazepodcast.com you can dot net dot net. You can find Poodle and myself on Cameo. If you like this show, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. You can leave five stars. We appreciate it. Don't forget your merch. Uh, we got merch coming up. It's supposed to be this week. We had new yeah. stuff, right? Yeah. yeah. Right. You said you're gonna have it. Look right up. Okay. Well, well you, you got we got Poodle Home Collection. Yeah. Who gives a shit pillows? Who we gives do. a shit mugs? Have you gotten your Who gives a shit pillow? Because it goes to a charity. Yeah, all of our merch, uh, all of our proceeds from our merch go to charity. And yep. this month's charity, we can officially announce. Oh, yeah. Uh, hold on. Because it's I May Day, clarify. y'all. It's May. It's May first. Day. It's gonna be May. Gonna be May. Here, let me find this because I want to read this May exactly. May is a day for giving. It's me. What is that? It's me. It's me. The dolly month of May. Oh, it the is? The lusty month of May. The lusty month is of that, May. Is that Pirates of Penzance? No, it's uh, Camelot. Oh, I don't really know that show a lot. Oh, it's great. It's a great show. Everybody's already tuned off. Great show. Great show. <laughs> great show. <laughs> Did you find it? No, I'm trying to find the... It's, I think it's in the announcements. Hopefully. What is it, Poodle? Okay, y'all, our, um, our charity this month... Is uh, Siwa International or Siwa International USA, um, and it's basically to help the devastating COVID outbreak in oh, India. Yeah, and uh, basically, it's it's estimated that over three hundred thousand people a day are being diagnosed with COVID nineteen. Think about that: three hundred thousand people a day, okay. uh, and they have limited access to oxygen. And uh, so we're uh, Siwa International has emerged as one of the top Indian American charity organizations in the U.S. and has a 100% rating on a charity on Charity Navigator. Um, so every dollar raised helps the cause and quite, quite, quite literally save a life. And we had a, one of our sissies who it was uh, their idea that came. They brought forth this charity to us and said. If you raise $1,500, I will match I it. will match $1,500. So that is that, you guys, if we get to $1,500, she will match that. One and of our, we'll one of our sisters. giving at least $3,000 to that organization. Yeah. That's fantastic. So Siwa International, that's S-E-W-A International USA. Uh, I'm trying to find the link 
to that. I'll anyway, go to, the, go, to the, go to the Facebook. Um, uh, go to our the Facebook, Facebook group, the Sissy Squad. We have fun in there. We do. And if you're not um, in the Facebook group and still want to give, you can just I'll give you the link and you can give it to the organization. Just trying to find. What are you trying to find? Find the fucking link. To no, I'll to put people. the website in the show notes. Okay. It doesn't matter. They can okay. just scroll up. Okay. Because do you think somebody's driving in their car is going to write www. I'm going to write www.cwainternational. Oh, all right, everybody. Thank you for spending time with us today, and we will see you later. fights are unavoidable but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale that's the reality for brothers prince william and prince harry they were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties wondry's podcast dis and tell is hosted by comedian sydney battle and matt belisai Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love. And be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.